All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show music recording artist Jules Walcott. What is up, Jules? Nothing much. Um, just excited to have this interview with you. Well, cool, man. We're, we're totally um, excited to have you on board, man. You got a lot of things going on. I read through your bio. I listened to your song. I also watched the video. Um, and kudos on both. I think it's a great song. Um, it's called Deja Vu. So I guess let's just dive right into this and tell the listeners out there about this single Deja Vu. Give me the backstory a little bit. Um, so, Deja Vu, it's, it's kind of like a funny story. Um, I wanted to make, like, my, my first single as a starting artist, I wanted to make it something really, really relatable. Um, so the whole idea around the song is that play of getting into, you know, like getting into a relationship, um, you start out as friends, and then, you know, you become closer, and then you start dating, and then you start fighting, and then you know, break up, and then you do it with somebody all over again. Um, and so it's kind of like that play of, you know, getting into a relationship, breaking up, and getting into another relationship and breaking up. And especially in, you know, today's society, um, we have big, you can literally, it's crazy, you can literally go on your phone and hit up somebody within the next hour if you break up with someone. It's crazy how it works <laughs> like that. And so I just want, I just want to plan that whole irony of that. And the idea of the video was, um, we wanted to make it like really vintage and really like, you know, classic. It's like a James Bond, like Audrey Hepburn kind of thing. Yeah, I got um, that. Video. So I wanted to, I wanted to take the feel of, you know how, like, when you were, when there, relationships in that time, I mean, obviously I lived through that time, but what I, what I know is that it was like, you know, it was a lot different. You couldn't, you literally couldn't physically hit up somebody within the next hour unless, you know, you, mm -hmm. you paid me to call them, but like, um, that's not, it's so different now how relationships work in this day and age. So I wanted to, like, you know, make, take that irony of, like, back then it was different. Um, relationships how they are now so mm. that's kind of like the whole idea you know it feels like deja vu like I feel like this has already happened like um single again so it was just it was just the whole idea of that you know it's really funny you mentioned that because I grew up in the 1980s before smartphones and internet and all that stuff you could literally write like 150,000 songs basically on just about every topic if you remove smartphones if you just take the whole smartphone technology out of the equation the whole the world was like so much different back then before social media so it's really interesting it's a re it's a really interesting angle that you have with the song and you did that you you, you, you know you've yeah yeah definitely and even when i when i was younger you know i i grew up you know as a child i didn't grow up with with like having a cell phone until i was at least like like 14 mm -hmm. which is still it's still young but there's there's kids now even like 10 years later who who have phones at like age 9 or 10 yeah. and it's like you don't know what like I know I sound old fashioned right now but it's, it's true it's really true um it, it's so crazy how it's like just a small piece of technology can really change yes. you know the entire world and and it, it affects it affects everything it affects your daily life it affects it even affects relationships and like mm -hmm. Like your future, you know. Yeah, so true. Social media is just another big game changer. It just changes it mm -hmm. so much. You could probably write twenty songs just on social media too. It's just so unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, what's the plan for Deja Vu? You want to you want to try to get radio spins and just hype it up, or you want to drop another single? What what what's next? Oh yeah, uh, definitely, definitely radio. 
Um, we want to see how, how far we can obviously take this song. And of course, I'm, I'm always writing. I'm, I'm crazy. If I don't write for like, for at least two days, three days, I'll, I'll go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I literally have to just like sit down and write a song or mm-hmm. like, like just go on my piano and write something. Even if it's like the worst thing I've ever written, I, I'll literally go crazy. So I'm, I'm always writing, always coming up with new stuff. I definitely, want to release some more singles um hopefully an ep within like the next year or so so that's kind of like my whole like game plan i'm just gonna kind of kind of wing it i feel like everyone everyone really if you think about it everyone is winging it so mm-hmm. try to do the same so what are some things that inspire you to write um basically like when you get up in the morning you put your shoes on you hit the front door is it just basically things that you that you cross paths with as you live each day you see something and you write about it um yeah i don't really have a specific like plan on how i you know how i write mm-hmm. um i usually i'll get like an idea in my head or usually sometimes my, my best songs are when i'm going crazy like if i'm having like a terrible day or something and you know i'm driving on the highway and i hear a melody in my head i'm i'm that lunatic that'll you know pull pull over on the side of the road and, and just start you know writing down my song um and so like it, it's kind of when, whenever like you know I, I really feel something or or hear something in my head and especially um I, I try to write my songs about like things that have happened to me or things that have happened um to people close to me um so that's, that's kind of where I'm, I get my ideas from yeah I, I feel you I, I've been playing guitar for about 30 years and oh, I actually learned how to play harmonica not too long ago is it something I've always wanted to do and I never really you know, I just never really got around to it. So I actually bought a harmonica not too long ago and I'm learning how to play that. It's pretty cool um, to pick up a new instrument late in the game like that. Um, but I feel you, sometimes I'll be driving or whatever and a song will pop in my head and I'll just grab my guitar and um, see what I can do with it. So that's it's pretty cool. So you yeah, yeah, I keep, I keep my keyboard in the back of my car. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. I have, like a, I have like a little plug-in where I can like plug in my keyboard. So Yeah. That's great, man. Yep, I'm catching myself bringing my harmonica with me more and more now. The, 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 the less I suck at it, the more I want to take it out and play it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. That's like every instrument. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, all right, so I read in your bio that you were, were you classically trained vocalist? Yeah, um, so I, I grew up, you know, in, in in choir in um like elementary school middle school high school i did choir all all throughout there and um so along with that um i had joined the school of rock uh mm-hmm. the school of rock in specifically fort jefferson which is like a performance-based music school so i had also learned like i, I grew up on like rock and roll and then in school i always did you know like classical music opera um, so I did a mix of both, and so I grew up on, I really grew up on bands, and I was in, I was in a metal band for nice. two years, and, and we did, we did really well, and that kind of, that kind of subdued, but, um, yeah, right now, I'm, I'm in my last semester of college, and I'm actually studying music, and we're studying classical and opera, and it, it definitely has a big, big impact on how I, how I sing in my, in my pop music, um, mm-hmm. Like with with technique and it's so it's so such strict technique that I use it in my songs a little bit just to give it that that different kind of sound because I feel like 
so many people they just think oh it's pop I gotta think strictly like pop technique but you can always add in I always add in, you know like my rock my I think my rock roots and my opera roots and I kind of put them into my my music to, to make my own sound yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. And as you were talking, you were flashing me back. And I remember in high school, we had, we had, uh, of course, a school band. Um, we had, and I, I took a music theory class also in college. I took a, mu a music theory class. And when I took that music theory class, it really opened up. Because I played by ear for, like, you know, I just figured stuff out by ear. But when I took that music yeah. theory class, it really opened up a whole, whole new universe as far as music goes. Understanding it, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, once you, you know, you learn some theory, like even basic theory, then then everything starts to keep making sense. So I had learned by ear also, but once you learn that theory, it's like, oh, I get why this makes, yes. like, this makes sense to me now and why this sounds good with this. And, you know, like with chord progressions and um, all the Roman numerals, major and minor, like all that stuff, it all starts to make sense. And then that can like further enhance your writing. But you also, you don't want to let that... Um, then inhibit you also because you know that that those those rules sometimes they can like make you get stuck in your tracks yeah does that make sense yeah totally yeah. it totally does you can like steve i don't know if you ever heard of stevie ray vaughn he's like one of my favorite guitar players ever if you haven't heard of Stevie Ray Vaughan, you need, to, you need to like YouTube him and check him out. He's one of the greatest guitar players ever, but he played by ear his whole career. He was killed in a helicopter yeah. crash. He died in a, in a, in a helicopter crash, um, but he played his whole career by ear. You would never know it by listening to him, but I will say this. You bring a good point up. It's great to learn theory and learn music, but don't let that take the natural... Um, you know the natural feel from your playing away. You know yeah, a lot of definitely. people. A lot of people who never learned a lick about music as far as writing it are some of the greatest musicians ever. They just never really learned that side yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um. So, who are some of your musical influences coming up? Um. Some of my. I really love like strong, like strong female vocalists. Yeah. Um. Some, some of my favorites are um, Billie Eilish. Uh, she's like a pop, dark pop kind of artist. Uh, Jessie Reyes. Um, I love Haley Williams from Paramore. That is my number one idol. I love her. Um, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. Fantastic. Mm. Um, well, you know, and then there's, there's also like bands like I love. I love Nirvana. I grew up listening to them. So Kurt Cobain, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, like the Foo Fighters, Black Sabbath. Um, oh, Black Sabbath! Now you get into my era. Now, come on, talk to me. Yeah, talk yeah. to me. Yeah. So I, I grew up on like I grew up on a lot of rock music because I went to the school of rock. So I had learned a lot about those types of bands. I found my favorite types of bands were like two thousands kind of bands and like some some nineties. Yeah. So like uh, I really like uh, Puddle of Mud. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, my my old band we had opened up for them a while while back. Oh, nice! So we did. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, what else did we? What, what about some female uh, singers like Alanis Morissette? Have you ever heard of her? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah she's I awesome. No, she, she's great. Yeah. Alanis Morissette. Um, Pat Benatar. Oh, there you go. Oh, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin, Janis of Joplin course. What about the lady from oh, Heart? My favorite. The band Heart. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know too much about them. I know 
I know like Barracuda. Right. That, that, but that, but that, that, that girl got some pipes on her, man. She can sing. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. That's some great stuff. I really like the fact how you're very diversified. I mean, you go, you go from rock to opera. That's great, and everything in between. Yeah, I, mean, I just, just get thrown around everywhere, basically. Yeah, man, that's that's fantastic. Now, I got to talk to you about your hair color. It was really interesting in, in, in reading about you that you have like mm-hmm. your hair is colored, um, like each color has a like represents something. So, so t- touch on that a little bit. I've interviewed on this podcast show. I interview like like nationally known acts and and mm-hmm. and artists that are trying to get to that level. So I don't I don't discriminate. I really I really like to give everybody an opportunity to um, to come on the show and, and you know because just because somebody's not a like a like a signed artist, it doesn't mean that they're not badass. It doesn't mean that they're not like yeah. extremely talented. So I like to get all different levels um and talk to because i love this i love i just love hearing the stories about you know what got people into music and how old they were um i mean some of the stories i've heard are just incredible like some some of some some of the hip-hop artists that i've had on um some of those guys are lucky to be alive i I talked to one hip-hop artist uh, a few months back he was shot like nine times um and and he survived and and because he survived I mean, he took that second opportunity to straighten up and to get away from that lifestyle. And, and Matthew's cranking out records. He's all over. He's really, really blown up his career now. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So what was it that got you, like, first into music? Do you have, like, is your parents in, in music? Or, or is this something that you just kind of stumbled upon? Or you, or you knew you had the talent, so you pursued that? I've been doing music since I was like, since I was a little girl. I was, I remember like the exact moment where I was like, I want to do music. And it, it was, the, I started doing music in like, you know, choir and everything. And that's what really was like, okay, I want to be a singer. But back in my elementary school, um, we used to, the teachers used to do this thing where they would let the kids, there was like a microphone in our cafeteria, and the teachers would used to do this thing where they let um, the kids come up and like, they can either sing or talk in the microphone, yeah. 
and so I remember all like all my friends. I was literally like nine, and they were like, "Oh, Juliet, sing the Star Spangled Banner." And I was like, I don't even know all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, just do it. And so I remember going up there. I probably started, I don't even want to know how I started, but I probably messed up all the lyrics. But <laughs> I just remember, like, like handing back to the teacher, like, the microphone. And, like, instantly right after, I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't care what it takes. I want to be a singer. So... I've always had, you know, like this idea, oh, I want to be a singer when I get older. Um, ever since I was young, and I feel like I've held that with me my whole life, and it has just affected, like, changed the course of my life in so many ways. Because I started with the choir, and then I went to the School of Rock. Um, I grew up there, so I grew up on rock music, then being in the rock band. I, I just met so many, so many people. Um, and I just, I had learned so much about life because I've been in music that I'm just, I'm so thankful that I, I picked that at such a young age. Mm. And, you know, I always kept it with me. I, I feel like because I had a goal and because I knew what I wanted to do, it always made me have good values because I would think that, like, I would, if, before I do something stupid, I'd be like, what if this comes up on TMZ, like, 10 years from now? And, ah, you know, smart. Like, and, oh, you're a smart so, grasshopper. Yeah, so it always kept me on, like, a really good path um, mm-hmm. since I was young, and um, which, which I'm so thankful about. And luckily, I had, I've had, like, the most supportive parents ever, um, so so blessed with that. Mm. Um, you know, I had some setbacks here and there. Well, um, I mean, everybody does. I mean, everybody does. Yes, obviously not to, like, crazy extremes, but... Um, I dealt with like a lot of mental health issues, um, okay. and just being, just being like put down uh, by by the people around. Like my, I had a good supportive family, but the people in the the um, neighborhood that I was surrounded by. I live in Long Island, um, so they weren't as supportive, you know, as my as my family was. Sure. So I dealt with that a lot, and um, during the time I was in my band, I don't. I don't talk about it much, but um, I was like sexually harassed by one of the members and oh, emotionally abused by one of the members, and it ended up in me. I eventually had stood up for myself. I was like, I'm not putting up with this anymore, and that's why the band had ended. And so after that, I went through, you know, I went through a depression for about a month and a half, and it was just when I straight up did not do any music. The only music I would do was music for my classes. Yeah, doesn't even like sing. Um, and so, but it's, it's only like a month, but to me it felt like, felt like a decade because, you know, I was doing, went from doing music every single day to, to, to not at all. And so I was like really lost in that, that time period. That's when I actually had dyed my hair, um, again, to try to like, you know, pick myself back up. Um, but it wasn't until I had posted, um, a cover, it was like really late. It was like at 1 a.m. I posted the cover and I was just like, in a mood, I had taken the video like the day before. It was me singing um, an Evanescence song, um, and the cover was reposted like the next day. It was reposted by this account that had over like two million followers, and the video had gotten two hundred seventy thousand views nice. overnight on Instagram. And I was like, "Wow!" Like, like this is crazy. And then one of my my good friends, her name is uh, Hope. Uh, she's in the band Vista. They're pretty popular. You know, they tour Warp Tour and everything. Mm-hmm. She had messaged me, and she was like, Jules, like, you need to go solo. 
like I will set you up with a studio session with my boyfriend because her boyfriend is a producer and she's like and you're gonna get you're gonna write a song tomorrow and you're gonna release it as a solo artist and I was like uh, I don't know if I can do a solo I'm so used to being with a band mm-hmm. she's like nope you're doing solo and so um, after that I had ended up going to the studio and that's when I released my first single um, Please Leave a Message and it got it was like 40,000 listens on uh, YouTube. Solid. That's nice. That's yeah, solid. Like, like really, um, you know, like low budget. It's just me trying to like figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and then after that, I came out with First at the Altar, then Queen of Hearts. And then that's when I had gotten, after I dropped Queen of Hearts, I got a DM on Instagram from, from my label. Um, and we ended up working together. And the next thing you know, I was being flown down to Miami and recording there you music. There you go. So nice. Artists, you know? That's yeah, great. It's just, it just happened. It's, it, it's crazy how it, how it happens. You know, I would have bet, like, literally this time last year, I would have bet probably like $10,000 that I would not be a solo artist doing pop music. You know, you know what, man? I think that was, I think your friend gave you good advice on the solo thing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you, you, me and you are from the same area. I mean, I'm not from Long Island, but I'm from just 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 above New York City. So I understand the whole bully thing. I got bullied too when I was in like junior high school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the New York was notorious for that crap. I mean, actually, it's everywhere. It's not just New York. Um, there's bullies everywhere. Yeah. But um, but oh, I yeah. but I grew up in the in the whole New York New York area, and there was a lot of really good musicians, and you know, in, in my school too. But there was that there was a, there was that group of real just jackasses, man, it's bullies. Um, so I'm glad you were able to uh, get up and brush yourself off and and move forward and use that as inspiration, you know, to um, just yeah. Uh, it went on. Oh my god, it went on for years. There used to be this. I remember the exact group of girls. They used to do it every time. Every time when I was like maybe like 14, 15, I used to post like YouTube videos, just like either me singing or, or talking, and, and they were good videos. And I, and at the time, you know, I was unsure, so so young, and I wasn't confident in myself. And they would all go and make. They would spend hours making fake accounts just so they could like dis- have, make sure my videos had more dislikes than likes. And, it's, and and at the time, I didn't realize that they were doing that until I found out later on. Um, but I was like, wow, do I, like, I really suck at singing, like, this bad? And, like, I was always, like, questioning myself. And it, 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 you know what's it, really scary? You know what's, you know what's really yeah. scary? I recently, no, I say recently. It's been almost 10 years now, but that's not too long ago for when you're my age. There's adults in their 40s that still do that trolling bull crap. It's not just ke- yeah. teenagers. It's amazing. When you grow up, you'll see. When you get my age, you'll see. Like, like... I graduated high school in the 80s, and some of the people that I graduated with, when I look at their Facebook pages now, they're still so high school. Some of the same bullcrap drama, it's like unbelievable how some people don't grow up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, so just stay away from that. Keep keep all that toxic stuff away from you, man. Just keep, keep a very tight circle of people around you and make people earn, earn mm-hmm. that real estate to get into your circle. They have to earn that, yeah. Because there's a lot, especially yeah, especially if you want to pursue a music career as you as you go forward. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I mean, believe me when I tell you, the music industry, there's good people, but there's some real, just total like snakes. There's some real snakes yeah. in the grass in music, and you've already mm-hmm. experienced a little bit about that get, getting sexually harassed 
and being a female and being a pretty female is probably going to happen again. I hate to say that to you. Um, hopefully not. Pray, pray not. But just keep, yeah. just try to do your best to have that filter, man, and filter those people out. You know, they're, yeah. they're out there, man. They are totally out there. Yeah, learn the best thing you can do is just, you know, focus on yourself yeah. and uh, not not focus on anyone else's negativity because they're going to be more, those negative people, they're going to be so focused on trying to take down you that they're not doing anything with their lives. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> you know what's a fact also? There's a saying, there's a saying that I love, it's a quote. Success breeds hate. It's so true. I didn't have any haters in my life until I published my first book. Nobody gave a yeah. crap about me. I mean, nobody. I mean, what I what I mean by that is, I mean, obviously, I had people that love me, but nobody was like worried about or, or concentrating on my career until I published my first book. And then now, all of a sudden, I got all these haters that pop up and try to knock your legs out from under you because you're getting successful. And there's just a breed of people like that that they they they're not successful, so they can't tolerate somebody else being successful so they want to try to drag you back to that level to their level oh, so yeah. as you proceed yeah, yeah. in your career the more successful you get you have to keep your head on a swivel because there's going to be somebody that's going to try to knock your legs out from under you and it may be some people in your own circle so you have to be really careful be very very careful of that yeah definitely what i noticed is now that you know my videos dropped and it's gotten like 200,000 views we're at right now. I had so many people that used to say, oh, Jules is never going to make any music. Julia's not going to do this and that, that are messaging me and, like, trying to, like, come back uh-huh. in my life. Like, <laughs> yep. you're funny. Like, you think you're going to come back in my life now? That a girl. Like, I'm not my real one. That a girl. Uh, like, I I'm not mad about the new love. I'm just mad at the old ones trying to make a switch up. It's my favorite quote from a song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so true. Keep the people that that were with you when you didn't have any money and didn't have any success. Those who mm-hmm. those who stood by you then. So then, when you do have money yeah. and you have and you, and you do you know have big success, you want to keep them same people. You want to keep them same yeah, people definitely. with you. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Awesome, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, so you mentioned a little while ago that you you, you know you're, you're looking at maybe dropping an EP when the time has come. What else for 2019? What are some other goals for for 2019? Um. Well, I have a few personal goals. Um. I definitely want to finish my degree. Um. I should be finishing it hopefully by June. I'll be done. Good. Um. And then I have a move to Miami that I'm I'm planning to make. Um, which is a little scary, but uh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Do you have somebody um, down there that, that you know that you can stay with? I mean, you... you... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, good. Uh, I'm bringing someone with me. So okay, I'm not, good, I'm not good. too worried about that. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely... I don't know if I can move by myself. Like, yeah, that's a little bit That's a little um, bit risky. It's a little bit risky. Yeah. Um, so those are my, my two goals outside of music. With music, it's definitely like that, that EP. And hopefully... Hopefully, I'm gonna get some shows in. Um, well, when you get down to Miami, you got my you got my cell phone number now, so keep my number. 
And when you get settled yeah. in down there, hit me up. You can throw throw a text at me. Just just remind me who you are, because if you don't, I oh. definitely won't remember. Um, <laughs> well, because I have so many. You know, I do like a thousand podcasts yeah, a year. Yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah. Um, I have a really good friend of mine who's who's uh, he's a really successful writer. Um, he does oh. podcast shows, but he knows like he's like in the know. He knows like he used to write for the NBA, the National Basketball Association. Oh, wow. So he has a lot yeah. of connections, and, and he's just a good good resource. He's also a straight up great guy. He's, he's got a great wife. He's got great kids. He's like a family guy, but he's very very well connected in Miami. So he might be a good resource for you as far as musically or. Just connecting you with the right kind of people. Also, I trust them. It's somebody who I really trust, actually. So keep yeah. that. Keep my number for your future endeavors in Miami. All right, man. Well, look, man. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to you. Your song is great, and all the listeners out there listening to this, you need to go to her YouTube, and I'll put your links up. I'll put all your social media links. I got that with your bio. Um, I'll put that in the article, and um, but you can go ahead and verbally tell everybody now. I mean, where, where they can follow you. Um, I am on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Just look up Jules Walcott, J-U-L-E-S-W-A-L-C-O-T-T. You'll be able to find me. All right. Well, I appreciate you doing this. I had a lot of fun, man. I really do. I want you to come back, too. Once you got some new stuff you want to yeah, talk definitely. about, man. Yep. When you got some new stuff yeah. you want to talk about, you just let us know. We'll, we'll get you back on. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for having me.